Welcome to Street Talk Theology with Pastor Dominic Grimaldi. Pastor Dom went from a life of organized crime to federal prison. There, God saved him and set him free. Soon after his release, he attended seminary and received his master's degree and is now the senior pastor of Desert Sky Baptist Church, where he serves with a passion for biblical theology right here in Casa Grande. Now let's join our host, Pastor Dominic Grimaldi. Pastor Dominic Grimaldi here with Street Talk Theology, where we take our theology and bring it to the streets. So we're continuing our third season here on Street Talk. Uh, we are honored to be here, always, flying solo today. Sometimes, as you know, I I couple up or triple up with, with Pastor Michael Kenny and Ashuk from our sister church in India. Uh, Michael uh, and his wife just gave birth to their uh, first, uh, first son, so we are praying for him. He's doing well. I think we'll be on together pretty shortly. Uh, but I did want to fly solo today. Just, you know, sometimes when I contemplate things, think about things, um, you know, just uh, like to share them on the on the podcast, if I may, and on the radio, obviously, as we kind of look at both venues. Keep us in prayer as we've um, interviewed to be part of the Christian podcast community, an area of of reform thinkers coming to bring the gospel forward through podcasting. So we've interviewed for that, waiting on an answer by God's grace. If it's something he wants us to do as a church, uh, we will embrace it. Uh, And as we always say, let providence bear the blame. Give me a shout out. Pastor Gromaldi at Gmail. Always good to interact with you some theological issues, some practical issues. Um, you know, it, it's, you know, this is our life. I mean, you know, we are part of a Christian community. We are part of a people of God. We, and, and you know, and, and here's the reason why I came on today. And I, I did, and again, you get convictions as a Christian. You think about where you're going, where you started, where you're at in your walk, where you're going, and and how you can kind of muse through those things. And I think one of the things that I'm concerned about is complacency. Complacency. And I wonder, let me say this rightly, how much did we can get used to God? And I want to flush that out a little bit, if I may. That God just becomes kind of ho-hum. I, I know that uh, I, I want to just be careful how I word these feelings or thoughts that I'm trying to convey. You know, I've been a Christian now. I, you know, as you know from my testimony, I got saved when I was doing federal time in prison. I think if I'm counting years uh, correctly. I think I've been saved probably 15 or 16 years, been a pastor now for 12. But I wonder about complacency. I wonder about, do we fall into a a pattern in our lives that we take God for granted maybe? And I know he's always there, and I know that he loves us. But I wonder if we render enough reverence uh, to him and for him and about him in our witnessing and our way we walk. Or do we just take it for granted with this great God, this this high and lifted up God, as Isaiah would say. And I'm going to 
read those passages in a second because I think we need to be reminded and I need to be reminded of how important it is to make sure that we do not get complacent in the things of God, that we are truly reverent before this holy God. You know, I see um, one of our elders, Harlan Nielsen, um, good brother, really is, good friend, good brother, starting now to do some uh, teaching and, and actually preached a little bit for me. I've been dealing with some issues. Um, going to probably get a, a, I'm going to get a pacemaker this week, and Harlan's been a blessing, been helping uh, fill the pul- pulpit and, and some other studies uh, within the church, Bible study. Now he's working on the uh, book of Daniel that he's going to go through in Bible study. But, you know, you look at Har- my brother, my fellow elder, and you see him progressing and growing in the fear and admonition of the Lord. And, and I, it's a wonderful thing to see firsthand. And the reason why I'm saying that is that we as a people of God, no matter if you're a pastor, an elder, a congregant, the question is, are we growing in the grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ? Are we growing? Are we still in awe of this mighty God that we serve? And I think that's the question I want to pose today. Um, if anything, I'm, I'll preach to myself on it or, or uh, podcast to myself or radio broadcast to myself, any way you want to put it. But are we being complacent in the things of God? And I know I'm kind of in the middle of a, a series that I'm doing with Ashuk and, and Pastor Michael on sanctification. But I, I you know, I'm just going to put this in the middle. You know, at th- that time we were waiting for Michael to, to have the baby, obviously. And that's been done. So they'll be coming on probably next week as long as I feel well after the uh, procedure with the pacemaker. Keep me in prayer with that. I think about the prophet Isaiah. Now, you know, Isaiah was a prophet. He was a priest, um, man of God. I mean, you know, some scholars call Isaiah the fifth gospel. I mean, a man who loved the Lord, dedicated to the Lord, uh, really a warning preacher, uh, warning people of complacency, warning people of apostasy, uh, warning people of, of, of... You ever notice the when you read the book of Isaiah... It deals with a, a lot of different aspects in history. Some scholars believe a couple of people, some wrote in the stead of Isaiah afterwards, and uh, that's not the debate for this, this broadcast. Uh, but whatever, there was a lot of challenge in the book of Isaiah to people. You'll notice in the uh, book of Isaiah that the ones that truly were God's people, the Bible says that they feared the Lord, that they feared and reverenced the Lord over against people that just heard. So, you know, Isaiah is very specific in people that were fearing uh, the Lord and, and, and honoring God in comparison to the ones who were just hearing the Word of God. And again, that would fall under the category of being complacent, of just hearing and and. You know, not being. Um, and let me use. Let me let me say thank you, Lord. Kind of came to me. Uh, it wasn't really. It is the word fearing, but the the word that Isaiah uses is the ones who tremble at the word of God. Man, and that's a challenge. Do we? Do I tremble at the word of God? And and that for me is where I want. Just want to read this text, and we should know the text. 
the context is that King Uzziah died. Now, King Uzziah was an interesting king. For the most part, he was a good king. He was a king that was innovative. From the Bible says he was a good, good with his hands. He was a farmer, uh, loved his crops, and and was but was an innovator and really um, was able to take hold of some areas, uh, some sections of land, and dedicated them obviously to the Lord. But what happened with Uzziah, King Uzziah, was he got complacent, and it was not his role to go offer sacrifices because he was not a priest; he was a king. And he went in to offer sacrifice to the Lord because he got complacent. And he got to a point in his life where he thought, well, I can do what I want. We have to be careful of thinking we serve a ho-hum God where, you know, we can just do things out of school. We've seen Saul do that in his downfall in, in trying to take the priestly role for Samuel when Samuel was late to the sacrifice as we're going through the book of Samuel in our sermon series here at Desert Sky Baptist Church. You guys are always welcome to attend if you don't have a church family, um, obviously. But Uzziah was a king that was looked upon, but all he was was a man. And then at the end of his life, he got to a point where complacency had set in and he would pay for it. And he would pay for it and the Lord would separate him uh, towards the end of his tenure. Complacency. Isaiah reading from the mighty book of Isaiah it says in the year king Uzziah in the year of king Uzziah's death i saw the lord sitting on a throne high and lifted up with the train of his robe filling the temple the seraphim stood above him having six wings with two he covered his face and the two he covered his feet and with two he flew and one called out to another and says holy 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 is yahweh of hosts the whole earth is full of his glory and the foundations of the threshold shook at the voice of him who called out while the house of God was filled with smoke. Then I said, then Isaiah said, woe is me for I am ruined from a man of unclean lips and I live among a people of unclean lips for my eyes have seen the king Yahweh of hosts. Then one of the seraphim blew, flew to me with a burning coal in his hand, which he had taken from the altar with tongs. And he touched my mouth with it and said, Behold, this has touched your lips, and your iniquity is taken away, and your sin is atoned for. Then I heard a voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send, and whom will go for us? Then I said, Here I am, Lord. Send me. Send me. Well, if Isaiah was feeling any sense of complacency or taking the mindset of King Uzziah, the Lord showed him who's the true king. Yes, King Uzziah died, but he was an earthly king. He had a good king, but yet one that got complacent. But there was still one sitting on the throne that does not die. One sitting on the throne that, that the seraphim and the cherubim would worship the two different types of angels, sinless angels. And they would have to take this coal from the altar and, and, and burn the lips of Isaiah in repentance before he could become, come before a holy God and then be sent on his mission. Complacency. Are we complacent in the things of God? Have we lost a vision? 
Have we lost the vision of the one high and lifted up? Many scholars believe this is the Lord Jesus Christ um, in a vision that Isaiah had seen in the death of King Uzziah. Because there's only one king. And we always talk about that in, in Bible study. I'm sorry, in our sermon series. You know, thinking that, you know, we, we are in the part of First Samuel where there's going to be the anointing of, of King Saul, who we know would turn out basically speaking to a witch at the end of his tenure. You know, but that's that part in history where God, where it moves from the days of judges, where everybody was doing right in his own eyes, to the, to the days of kingship. Now, even though the Lord admonished the people of God, saying, you sure you want a king? He's going to do this, he's going to do that. But if you do, you got one. And here's what I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you King Saul, who we know turned out not to be God's true choice, but used as a tool to show people how earthly kings could be flawed. As we know, for King Saul, tragically, at the end of his life, went to a witch for advice. He became complacent in the things of God. Not revering, uh, not revering better, the ordinances of God. Knowing that only a priest can sacrifice. And when Samuel was late to the sacrifice, he took it upon himself. He got complacent. What are you, what am I getting complacent about today? Is it some of the TV shows we watch? I'm not, you know me better. I'm not a legalist, legalist. You know, we do everything in the fear and admonition of the Lord. Some of the language we might be taking on. Sometimes our eyes are roving. They're places that they shouldn't go. Thoughts. Bible says to capture each thought. You know, so you think about complacency. I want to challenge all of us about complacency. I want us to, in the days of, and the times and, and the hours that we feel complacent, we can open up to Isaiah 6 and read the sovereign, glorious, majestic, high and lifted up king of the universe. The only king. There's only one king. I... I pray uh, for all of us, uh, me first, that, that we never lose our first love. And in the fact, it's not, uh, let's, let's be honest with each other. I'm not talking about salvation. God is just too kind. He's a kind God. Yes, he's a, a God that will bring wrath upon people that are not his. We, I mean, we know that. But he's a kind God. And, and if you truly have the spirit that God has truly saved you, and that's going to be for eternity. And that's by God's grace only. But have we lost the reverence of God? The fear of God. The trembling at his word. Oh God, help us. Help thy servant, Yahweh. That we can rekindle, as, as Paul tells Timothy, to re, rekindle afresh the calling that, that God has put on your life. Do we take it ho-hum? You know, challenging. Wanting to just get things right. You know, none of this stuff saves. It just shows an outworking of the Spirit in our life. The outworking of the Spirit in our life. Are we truly being governed by the Spirit? Are we walking by the Spirit? Or quenching the Spirit for an occasion of the flesh? We, we, would, use the, we would lose the awe of God. We would lose the, the God in Christ who is high and lifted up. That's a challenge.
It's a challenge for all of us. Again, me first. Again, I selfishly maybe uh, ask for prayer coming up on uh, this Tuesday, but you'll hear this way after that. So uh, some some people may hear this before. If, uh, they're, they're, they're welcome to if they want. You email me at Pastor Grimaldi at Gmail. It, you know, if, if there's maybe an upcoming episode and... Um, well, basically, this episode. If you wanna, if you wanna hear this episode and have it, I'll send it to you. I'll send it to you before broadcast. If if maybe you're dealing with some complacency, maybe you just need to be reminded, like uh, like like I I need to be reminded. Um, so, just thinking about those things as we navigate. Pastor Grimaldi at Gmail. If you wanna ask a couple of questions, let me see what else. Uh, hold on one second. Just gotta. A couple of book recommendations uh, from David Crouto uh, uh, and Gary Yates. The Old Testament one is with Gary Yates. The New Testament one is um, with David, as I say, uh, Crotow. And these are called Urban Legends of the Old Testament, 40 Common Misconceptions. And the other one is Urban Legends of the New Testament, 40 Common Misconceptions. I recommend these books uh, to see some passages that we've seen over the years that we think might have uh, meant this, but they, in their context and their cultural forum, uh, it's not what they mean. One of the things we just came past the Christmas season, and I think I might have mentioned this, you know, Jesus obviously was um, not kind of born, and he wasn't born in a stable, but more of a feeding trough in another part of the house when they were going for the census. Their friend's house was probably filled, so they had to go live in the other room where the animals were. And Jesus was laid in a feeding trough where um, the animals would eat out of. It wasn't a manger, uh, as, as you know, legend would have it, so to speak. So that's, a, that's an interesting book. It's an interesting play on that. Just figured I'd get a couple of book recommendations in there. Um, going through the uh, book of Samuel. Best commentary on 1 Samuel, uh, if you're interested, is the first book of Samuel. Uh, it's the New International Commentary on the Old Testament by David Toshio Shimura. It's an excellent exegetical commentary if you're interested in exegetical works on 1 Samuel. If you're more into practical uh, commentary on 1 Samuel, uh, Ralph Dale Davis, 1 Samuel, Looking on the Heart. It's expository, but, but it's less exegetical, uh, though he does have some exegesis in there. Uh, that would be uh, kind of the more practical commentary on 1 Samuel. If you guys are interested in, in recommendations on commentaries or other books, please email me. I remember when I was in seminary, I uh, learned, I believe, well from Dr. Harry Haney in uh, what commentaries are good, you know, mid-level, you know, more if you need some knowledge of the Greek and Hebrew. Uh, some mid-level commentaries, some lower-level commentaries. And if they're sound, they're all okay. Some better than others, obviously. So I, I can help with that. Uh, maybe some pastors just coming into the ministry, even some lay people just studying the Word of God. You know, Pastor Dom, what's a good commentary on Romans or something like that? And I can make some recommendations for them uh, if that's something you're interested in. Well, my time is gone. Complacency was our topic. I hope I was able to encourage, challenge. Uh, went over a couple of book reviews, which is always good. 
I like that. First book, foremost, the Bible. New Bible translation out is the Legacy Standard Bible, little adaption of the NSAB. I'm an NSAB guy. Got a couple of the Legacy Standard translations going through. Really like it. They're hard to come by right now. They'll be, I'm sure they'll be ready-made available in the upcoming months uh, over the uh, this past year. So look for that Legacy Standard Bible. Very good Bible. Good reading. A little update on the NSAB. So, by God's grace, here at Desert Sky Baptist Church, Pastor Dominic Romaldi say, this is Street Talk Theology. We take our theology and we bring it to the streets in Jesus' name. Thank you for joining us for Street Talk Theology with Pastor Dominic Grimaldi. You can visit Pastor Dom at Desert Sky Baptist Church at 891 West Corson Road, Casa Grande. And for more information, visit us online at www.desertskybaptist.org. Thank you.